and it's recording. It's oh, re- it's no. already going. It's going, man. It's going, and look at this. My bottle's empty. Oh it's man. Not good. That's, no, that's not, not a, that's not a good way to start the show, my man. It is not. Good thing I come prepared. Oh, good. Do you come prepared? Do you always uh, I mean, uh, I always come with protection? Not prepared. <laughs> Preparedness. Bring is, protection, uh, is kids. Bring protection when you're around Corey Rokes. Bring protection when you're listening to Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions. Welcome yes. to this week's episode. <laughs> I'm Corey Rokes, your drunk, drunkard host. I'm Graham Stebniewski. I'm your uh, uh, high opinionated motherfucker. <laughs> I like to go with the alliteration high minded miser. Sure. <laughs> high minded miser. He's like the miser. Grinch. I'll but go more with green, it. He's green in other ways. I'll go, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. Uh, so what are you making over there, Corey? Alcohol. Well, I mean, obviously, but... What is your, uh, poison of choice? My poison is even, uh, some cheap-ass vodka, Zvetka, which is, for anybody who doesn't know, that is like the poor man's vodka. Hello. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mixing it with some sparkling water, in this case, that bubbly, bully bullshit, I don't know, just whatever... I mean, you're going to see it a couple times tonight because it's just easy to mix drinks that way. I, 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 We've been doing this show so often, I'm running out of mixers. I mean, I could make a... Hold on. Oh, uh, no, I only have sweet vermouth. I don't have any dry vermouth. So I could make like a vodka martini or a gin martini that is extremely dry, I guess. So maybe we'll see what the night takes us. But for now... Wonderful. Uh, I've been pre-gaming with beer and UV blue with my friend... Uh, I just ran home to start the show with you, so I'm a couple of drinks in, and then it's going to be a good night. How about you? What's your Summer. sticky icky of choice? I, you know what? I'm just smoking my my reserve. You know the the stuff that I I smoke. So I'm like that. It, it just to smoke. It's it's the weed that I smoke to smoke. It's not anything in particular. It's not like sativa or indica. It's a hybrid. I just. You know, I smoke it to get high. There's no purpose of like, oh, I want to work or I want to go to sleep. It's just kind of, you know, multi-purpose. Um, and I forget its name. I don't have the bag in front of me. I just ground up a bunch and brought it in here. Um, so I'm not Purple doing my work. punch. It's something like that. I think it's like, you know, a uh, 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 pink delight or something. I don't know. But it's good. And it gets me there. So, um, hey man, whatever gets you there, buddy. That's, exactly. that's what we say here on exactly. Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions. Whatever gets you there. But, you know. I, before we, we started, I wanted to really quickly try and sell you on something. Um, I've been watching House of the Dragon. The new Game of Thrones spinoff. Yeah, I've been watching it. And uh, it took it took a few episodes for me to like really you know get my footing there. Uh, you know, I think it was my long-awaited or, you know, long-induced... Uh, a souring of Game of Thrones. Because, Graham, you were pretty sour on that ending. I loved Game of Thrones, and when the ending came, I defended it. I thought it was good. I, I, or I, I blinded myself with my love of the show, and I was just like, no, they made the right decision. They did what they had to do. Um, and then, after about two years... I was slowly like fuck. I just fucking like you came realized to the dark side of hatred. Probably a little closer to like, hate on the pop culture. And I no. I just web. I just like slowly realized. I watched it again and I was like fuck. I know where they went wrong and I know what I, I know how they could have fixed it. So obviously I was a little adverse going in here. I was like this is just a cash grab. This is just them like you know. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. it's, it's obviously a cash grab, but I was like it's just gonna be a bad cash grab. But I have a friend uh, who who. Uh, you, hold he, um, on, you have a friend. You have friends. I do. Who are not you? So fuck you, <laughs> and get over it. <laughs> you know what? I could replace your ass anytime. You say you can replace me as high opinions on this show. I could replace your ass as drunk thoughts. I feel hurt and personally attacked by this statement. All right, fucking feel that way. So I'm sad now. I have a friend who we we connected over uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm gonna we drink to together. wash yeah, away my you, solace. You you drink and wash away that solace while I finish this story. Okay. And um, so this friend uh, we connected over Game of Thrones and 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 our our kind of frustration with how it ended. 
And uh, now that the show is out, uh, she's been kind of encouraging me to to continue watching it. And so uh, I have. I've jumped back in. And uh, I watched two episodes just before we jumped on. Hold the fuck up. We're talking to a female? Yes. So I'm not replaceable because I'm male. She's female. There's a difference. Hey, anybody can be replaced with anybody. I'm just saying. That Um, is true. Gender equality. Yeah. 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 Exactly, motherfucker. So... I'm just surprised to hear you talking to a female. Ouch. Ouch. I, and that personally Hey-o. offends me. All right. Um, and, Karma's a bitch. And so I'm, wa- and so I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm really getting into it. It's fucking dark, uh, and they're taking a lot more um, uh, 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 low roads than Clarifica- the clarification even did. Yeah, what? When you say dark, do you mean the tone and the story is dark or the actual picture? Because I heard one of the more recent episodes was about as dark as the uh, one of the episodes in season eight of Game of Thrones, where basically everybody was watching a pitch black screen. For I an hour. that might be episode seven. I haven't I haven't seen that one. Um, okay. Episode I just watched up to up through episode six, uh, so could be I don't know. But right, the I was talking tonally. Um, uh, the, story. the first the first few episodes had like it still had some fucking brutal deaths in every practically every episode. Um, uh, in episode five, there's a guy who uh, like a, a a knight protector of the princess who gets so um, uh, offended. Spoilers. I'm just, yeah. I'm I'm not just throwing this out there. He gets so offended by by something that another guy says that he just like bludgeons the guy's face until he's dead in the middle of a fucking wedding they love they love uh uh uh, killing people at weddings in this universe it definitely seems like that um i'm officiating a a wedding next year and i really hope that's not the case yeah i mean well let's be honest how many how many deaths occur at weddings outside of the uh, outside of the song of ice and fire universe (laughs) have you been to the midwest lately oh god uh, hey, what's that wine you're drinking? I'm not drinking wine. I am, uh... I've been drinking carbonated water and finding different ways to, you know, flavor it up and uh, found that I could uh, make my own soda with just, like, syrups. <laughs> they sell syrups at the store, so I've, I've made it's... some Pepsi and some root beer, which is what I'm drinking right now. It looks like wine. I mean, that's also because it's dark in here, so... And no carbonation. Yeah. Yeah, the it carbonation, has, this carbonation has, has slowly gone away. <laughs> that root beer looks flatter than my ex-girlfriend's ass. Just gonna throw that out there. Uh, okay. I don't yeah. know why you had to bring your ex-girlfriend into this. I, I She certainly didn't ask to be brought into this. Yeah, well, she ain't, a, she ain't watching this, trust me. I, I burned that bridge Regardless, off. she didn't ask to be brought into this. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Well, let's just get saying. Off my girlfriend's ass. Yeah. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend's ass. I'm just saying. It's not unnecessary. It's unnecessary because she wouldn't listen to it. But you mentioned it, so she could. She she might because you mentioned it. I'm the probability. The probability that she listens to it goes higher because you have mentioned. So speaking of ex-girlfriends and uh, and a horrible segues. I recently watched Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, how's that? I did too. Segue for that is a horrible segue, but I'll take it. Do you like that? I'll take it. Whatever, whatever you want to do, boy. (laughs) Whatever it takes to get off the subject of my ex girlfriend's ass. Yeah, you know, pretty much take any exit off that off that highway you can get to. Yes. Um, No, I was I was watching it last night on uh, Disney Plus. I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, and obviously that movie. Uh, deals with a lot of the fallout that happens between Thor and uh, Jane Foster, mm-hmm. you know, because she was quote unquote suspiciously absent from like Age of Ultron through Endgame. You know, we didn't see her for anything, um, and so that whole movie, like a lot of that movie, is Thor getting, you know, not quite getting over her, but uh, reminiscing and and reconnecting with Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think they did the well in that is, film. The, the theme of that part is really well done. The catharsis of like trying to find a, a good middle ground of working with somebody whom you have a strong connection to. Like, there's a lot there from that standpoint. Um, 
And the movie does do a lot of things very well. But on the rewatch, it does a lot of things horribly as well, in my opinion. Like, holy shit. Hmm. Let's see the bong. How's the, how clean the bong, is the bong? Let's get a bong update. Cleaned it about four days ago. Yeah, that's like four days too many. <laughs> that is a dirty bong water. Whew. Did yeah. you at least switch out the water recently? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes it even worse if the water looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. You even said, I haven't touched it since I cleaned it. I've been like, all right, well, at least the water's dirty for a Well, I cleaned out the water after like one day and then it just didn't. But oh, So it's four-day-old bong. Three-day-old. Three Three-day-old bong water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fair, fair, okay. But it, remember, this is a small bong. It gets dirty fast. I don't care what the size of your bong, you know. Shut up. If a girl hasn't told you, size doesn't matter, man. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> what I don't is care it? how big or small your bong is. Finish your thought about Love and Thunder. Don't bring my fucking bong into this. Where was I going with this? Yeah, where were you going with this? <laughs> your dirty bong distracted me. Uh, no, I, I, I have some strong, drunken thoughts on Love and Thunder overall, uh, starting with the fact that as much of a douche Christian Bale seems off screen as like a pretentious douche, mm. he's really good in this movie. Yeah, I loved him in this film. He's just chewing the scenery and just having so much fun with it. Like, I, I rewatched it after, like, I watched it when they first put it on... Um, Disney Plus, which was what just a month ago, give or take. So I rewatched it again yesterday because we were going to talk about it today. And spoilers. You all I, right on there? Yeah, it's just the carbonation. <laughs> also, I ate a lot of food. Um, but I like it. Honestly, I have no problem with it. The problem I have with most Marvel. Uh, projects, especially from phase two and three, as, as we've talked about, is that they they are trying too hard to be heavy-handed. You know, they're trying too hard to 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 have a big, you know, like solid message. And I'm like, I'm not looking for that. I'm just looking for some fun action. I'm looking for some uh, uh, silly, you know, uh, world building and some characters who grow a little bit. I'm not looking for some huge shit just make it fun light-hearted maybe a little sad here and there and that's what this movie delivered for me it it was silly it was uh uh, uh goofy it was off the wall it had oh, yeah. a lot of heart um and uh sure it it did some things that were that would be very considered very stupid um in for phase 1 and phase 2 but i think that it's it just shows that this is a different, this is, we're moving into a different time, and they're embracing the weirdness. And if you look at comics, like, this isn't Sandman, this isn't Watchmen, this isn't uh, uh, Hellboy, this isn't the BPRD universe. The, you know, those are high art, those are philo philosophical and psychological, and I'm not looking for that in an Iron Man comic. I'm not looking for that in a Captain America comic. I'm just, when I read one of those comics, I'm just looking for a little bit of enter entertainment. And that's what the, these movies are supposed to deliver for me. It's just a little bit of entertainment. If I want something that's deep and philosophical and, and makes me, makes me think about, you know, the world at large, I'm going to go watch, uh, uh, the, the, the new Sandman series or, or read the Sandman comics, or or read the BPRD universe, which I've just started, and you know those those are high art. Marvel is not high art; it's entertainment. It's fun. It's good. It's very very entertaining. So, for anybody who is like losing their shit over over everything that's happening right now, I'm just tired of hearing it. It's it's elitist. It's not what the comics are about what they what these people are asking for it's not what the comics are about so just accept the fact that uh they're getting closer to what the comics are truly like fun action-packed 
heartfelt and uh, uh, occasionally uh, a little sad, but mostly just entertaining. And that's what the movies are delivering, and I couldn't ask for anything more. That's fair. That's uh, That was really well put. That was a nice cohesive statement. Not, I think you need to smoke another hit from that bong or let that last bong No, I rip. think that that bowl really helped. Honestly, we could... Like, we you could... just got, like, laser-focused on a point there. I'm like, well, shit, he's on a roll. I'm going to let him talk. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not that's rare for me. So I was like, "All right, well, he's he he's he's on it." All right, uh, I'm gonna respectfully disagree. Uh, about seventy five percent of what you said, um, I do agree that we're past phase one and phase two, where things have to be overtly serious or grounded in realism. Phase one. Phase one kind of made you believe that, like, this shit could really be happening. There could be an egotistical, technological billionaire making this shit. Or, you know, Thor could be coming to our world. Like, they really based it, you know, in a serious fantasy versus a... What's the word? A superficial fantasy or a fantabulous fantasy where it was just, like, way high art. It was a little more low-key art and we yeah we've been and it's been kind of rising to that since phase three and now we're in phase four we're coming to the end of it but there's a limit there's a there's a balance that needs to be struck in my mind where these ip where what makes a marvel show or you know show or movie good at this point is striking that balance between like the realism of it and the comedic and the entertaining and the comic booky stick of it all of it mm. all and that's and that's where so like that's where Ragnarok Guardians of the Galaxy um uh, 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 uh like Loki the the show a lot of these IP kind of landed where they were really good at balancing those two things Love and Thunder felt like Taika knew where the balance was because, I mean, he's proven where he knows where the balance is from Ragnarok mm-hmm. and was like, I'm going to go one step further. And that one step was just not necessary. There are so many great pivotal moments in Ragnarok that are just undercut by stupid humor. It's one of those things like if they had just cut it before it got stupid – in some points before it just got ridiculous like over the top and became like shtick or comedic it could have worked it could have been just so much better and let it sit um a scene uh a scene i'll I'll call out that's very early on in the movie is so thor comes back to earth and as gore is invading new asgard Mm -hmm. and he ends up kidnapping all the kids and obviously the whole town is in an uproar about losing their kids. And there's a moment where Thor is standing off to the side while Valkyrie is trying to be the king of New Asgard and, and address all the citizens' concerns. And she's really doing her best to be diplomatic and calm and patient and, and being a good leader about it. And Thor, with one shout, quiets the whole town. He's able to quiet the whole town and reassure them that he will figure this out. And it's a great moment for like 20 seconds where he's like, People of Asgard, listen to me. Your children have been taken, but I will get them back for you because I am, you know, I am Thor Odin's son and like I will protect you and you gotta, you know, and so forth. And it's a really fun moment. Like it's a really like good character moment that he, you know, whether or not he wants to be the leader of these people. He is of the people. He is a person who uh, is of the people of Asgard, that he holds them in high regard and would do almost anything for those people. And it's a really great moment for him, in my opinion. But then the, mo- the, the moment continues for like another 30 seconds, and he starts bumbling his words and repeating what he said. He's like, there's no reason to be scared and afraid and scared and, and, and afraid. Like he does that thing where he kind of repeats the same uh, adjective or a verb, I can't. I always mix those two up. Um, 
and it then it becomes and then it just becomes comedic and he's just bumbling and ridiculous and it just it's like Dude. I don't know about you, but I've read a lot of comics where they have, oh, have. where they have those scenes um, in them. Not necessarily exactly that, but scenes where 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 it all of a sudden gets kind of goofy at the end, and it's like, well, you could have ended the scene before that, but it's really funny that they continued and they had the and they show the humanness of the of the character yeah. being fucking goofy and uh, and human and being you and doing a moment that you, the audience, have experienced. Where like in public speaking, like what you're just described, like. We've all been in class and had to give a speech or something and started doing that and start bumbling our words and, 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 and going, oh, fuck, uh, no, that's not what I meant. I Sorry, what I meant to say was covalent bounds are, uh, uh, sorry, not yeah. covalent bounds, but co- covalent bonds. Uh, sorry, no, isosceles. And so, like, you, you people have, like, those kind of... You start of bumbling fun. a little bit. Exactly. I get that. You you're 100% all right on that front. So... And there are some good panels that do that. So I think, I think that... It's not perfect. Obviously, this movie is not a fucking perfect movie. I'm not. I'm not no. saying it is, but uh, I would rather watch this than a lot of of the earlier stuff. Not phase like like I love Phase One and a lot of and like several movies in Phase Two and Three. We've talked about this, but I've loved a lot of stuff in Phase Four. There's so much of it. I don't feel the need to rewatch it. I just enjoy it, that it was there. I enjoyed watching it, and I'm excited for the next stuff. I know what came before. If I need a reminder, I'll go back and watch it at some point. But I'm so happy that there's so much of it because it's just dumb entertainment at this point. That's what I love about it. That's what I love. Comics, especially the ser- the, the heavily serialized ones, you know, Batman, Superman in the DC comics, you know, Wonder Woman, these characters who no matter what get some sort of issue every two weeks, you know, in some form or another, you're going to get those characters coming out. Mm-hmm. Same thing at Marvel. A lot of those characters are, are like Spider-Man almost constantly in some form or another is getting a new issue. Even if it's a new uh, uh, character, it, may, it could be Peter Parker or Miles Morales or, or anything, or if they d- jump into different, you know, multiverses, they will put out a Spider-Man uh, comic pr- very consistently. And same with a lot of these other characters. And I kind of, I think of uh, uh, these characters that they're doing shows for now as kind of that. They're tr- they're starting to get into that motion for TV. Like we've talked yeah, about you before. This in the past. Like yeah, we've talked about it was before. Like TV shows are now becoming more like comic books, in, in the sense that they're going to crank them out almost every month, and you have almost like a new issue. Yeah. Um, very yeah. Very frequently. I, I you have a good point there, but I feel like we've detracted from the main point of Love and Thunder. So just to circle back to that, I agree with you that there are a few points in the movie where keeping the scene going works really well, and it's hysterical. But it does it too many times. It doesn't need to happen saying. as frequent as it does. Sure. I'll agree with there that. Are, there are points... I was just like... The example I was giving was an example where I just don't think it did... It did not need to happen. Fair enough. Now, like before that, there's a little bit of a half scene where he's watching Valkyrie and uh, Tho, uh, Jane Foster interact with the townspeople. And he's trying to get Mjolnir, the hammer, back on his side. And then the axe and comes like, in. And then the axe comes in. I and they do that several that times. <laughs> and like, all right, the first time, funny. Second time, even more funny. Third time, oh my god, that's hysterical. Fourth time, all right, it's getting kind of old, bro. Okay, okay Five, fair Fifth enough. time, like, all right, we get it. The axe is jealous of the hammer. That's get over it. Like, completely fair. First, and, you know, and then it even begs the question, like, how sentient are these weapons? Like, at one point, he's calling Mjolnir like a dog. Yeah. And I was... I couldn't help shake my head, like... Oh, my God. I... So... I there's, do... There's... Well, I did watch this movie and think, like, it, it, it does feel like Taika Waititi, but it also feels like Taika Waititi uh, sold out and, and phoned it in. 
So he took the check and then really phoned it in and was like, I'll put the Taika Waititi charm on it. And so that is, that, that's the criticism I'll give for it. I, yeah, enjoy, I enjoy it that's... despite that, but I think that he kind of did phone it in in terms of, of I, I, don't think, I don't think that he wrote really. I think that he let a bunch of, uh, a bunch of uh, other writers who, because I, I think there are several other writers on the project, I believe. You, you can look this up while I fucking blather on, but um, I can look at shit up. I think he let a lot of improv happen too. He also, yeah, let a lot of improv happen. Because Hemsworth is a funny dude. Yeah, very funny dude. Um, most of the people in the cast are very funny people. Like, yeah. remember Natalie Portman did uh, 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 the sketch with Lonely Island. Um, where she's just shitting on her. Yeah, <laughs> she is right. a funny person. She know she can be very funny. Uh, so like there, it's no doubt that, um, no doubt that. Uh, Hina Madala knows how to laugh funny, at herself. No, yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> doubt that this uh, this group. No, 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 no good. doubt. Gwen Stefani turned fifty three yesterday. No, and no, Ty- no doubt. and of course with Taika White, I think I think that. Disney wanted more Taika in the show, in the movie. Well, I that's the thing. So, like, that's him. my theory: is Ragnarok. Ragnarok was a blend of old Thor and new Thor, in in someone's eyes, whether it's not Taika or Disney. Yeah. And there was a, that was like the transition movie. Yeah. And then Love and Thunder was the full new Thor, where he's just a goof. He's yeah. just fucking stupid. Just and I, I, and that's I'm fine my with it, honestly. Piece. But I, I understand the criticism, of course. Um, I, you know, and this is this is even taking away, you know, taking away from the whole like as we've discussed issue of me who likes the who likes continuity for continuity's sake of like. If this is how you present something, it should stick with that throughout the series. So, like, you know, Ragnarok I had a beef with for a while because it was the different movie of Thor, Thor the Dark World, and then Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok stand out because it was different, and I didn't like that. I didn't like that it continued on. But then you watch Love and Thunder, and it's it's a total 180 from the character they presented. So even setting that aside, he's just a fucking moron. So, Corey, I'm going to have to remind you. I I understand that you do not like retcons. Are you going to try can... to educate me on Norse mythology? No, I'm, I'm not at all. I'm going in a completely different direction than you thought. But okay. the... And now you've almost made me lose my... Fuck, I'm losing the point. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you get a notepad. Uh, no. So you're going to remind me what? You... I, I said Thor is totally different from the the originals and oh yeah, you're forgetting that Disney uh, and and Marvel are have infamously retconned things very subtly and not so subtly at times where they'll just like yeah, change things and so this and th- th- so they are not afraid to just change uh, uh, stuff and say this is how it really was this is how it is going forward so. That's just how this universe works, and I know that you are a fan of 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 um, cohesion continuity. of continuity. Yeah, cohesion. That's cohesion a continuity. You are a fan of these things, and I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen because Disney and Marvel won't let it happen because they will change whatever they need to to make money and to make the world work better in their favor. And they'll explain it away however they need to, or they won't, because fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, there's something definitely to be said about that. Disney is gonna, you know, crank out that that ATM and and however they see fit. You're 100% right there. I'm not gonna disagree with that opinion. I just, oh, fucking A. Just, there's so many things about this movie that just, like, bug me. Understandable. Um, you you had some strong opinions about the goats, and I have some <laughs> strong negative so, thoughts about the goats. So for me, the goats. Ha- you've seen Wet Hot American Summer, Corey, correct? Only because you showed me it. So you're familiar with the pot breaking sound, which is frequently used in uh, that movie. It is 
the same pot breaking sound as in the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah, where we're breaking vases and shit. Yeah, it's ba- sorry. You said pot breaking sound. I was like, who's smoking weed? No, no, no. Sorry, when I was you're thinking like pot pot isn't no. like pot. No, you're talking about like pottery. Yeah, like pottery. Yeah, exactly. When you're breaking, uh, when you're smashing <laughs> pottery in Legend of Zelda, and uh, it always has that very distinct sound effect. And uh, in Zelda, it's not funny. But how, however, in uh, Wet Hot American Summer, they use it for everything. They use it for everything being tossed off screen, and it even when it is, and most frequently, very inappropriate to use it for the context. And I love it every single time. I think it is hilarious. Audible uh, uh, jokes like that almost uh, always make me laugh, so I can't explain it. The goats are hilarious to me. <laughs> every time they, they, they appear, they... Every time I start hearing them scream, I start laughing. Ah! And literally, the high-pitched scream makes me laugh so hard in, for me in any context. Like, somebody uh, 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 comically laughing, screaming, like, high-pitched is just automatically hilarious to me. I don't know why. I do know why. Why? Because you are Jen... Z or Z, depending on the country of nationality that you're listening in. Um, I feel like that is a, and I'm not trying to criticize you here. Just uh, I want that on the record. Not trying to insult Graham. I'm making a generalization of the entire Gen Z population. Oh, so worse. Yeah, exactly. So you get it. <laughs> uh, this is why I smoke. Yeah, well, I just made my third drink of the night, so get fucked. Um, Gen Zs are raised on instant humor, instant gratification. There's like they're they're used to that. No, they're not interested in the slow burn of a joke. They, sir, they want say not you. They want instant humor and a goat going every five seconds is fucking funny because it's quick, simple, and easy. There's no nuance to the humor there. Whereas my generation, and I'm not trying to be an old fart like, well, back in my day. No, it's just, uh, we grew up on a different style of humor that just isn't the same. And so, yeah, it, when they come out, it's funny because they're a, like the goats are meant to be a butt of a gift. The The guy gives them to Thor with the intent, like, these goats are fucking annoying, and they're your problem now. Ha ha. So the first time you see him, yeah, that's funny. And then you see him on the ship, and the Guardians are dealing with him. Yeah, that's still pretty funny. But I would And then argue, they put him on the ship okay. to, to captain the ship. Still kind of funny. But then at that point, it's like, it's getting fucking old. But I would argue, I would argue, once it starts to get old, as I've said before, as I've said before, uh, keep going until it's gets old and then keep going until it's funny again it is and that is not from my generation that is from your generation and before motherfucker yeah i was gonna say that's a gen x thing that sounds like um like a carlin quote yeah you you the joke but there's differences there's and i that's what i I felt with the goats is like there is like one part where the goats are not funny, like one part where the goats are not funny, and then the next part the goats are funny again, and I think it's because it like no matter what it would have been that one, it would have been that like in in order. I think it was a certain yeah. point of like it gets old at that point, and then it's funny again, you know. And it's different yeah. for everybody. Maybe some I, people I agree just you, never you find it a, funny. But there, there's argument. There is a foothold to your argument there. I will agree with you on that. It's different for uh, I don't agree with it personally, but I think objectively, if I was to think about it, okay, there, the yeah, go until it's funny again. Yeah, where like the two, maybe one or two, maybe three times in the middle, where it's just fucking stupid, yeah. is just meant to be fucking stupid, and then you're like, ah, oh, those goats are still fucking at it. Exactly, and Taika Waititi is famous for that kind of comedy. Um, like, like look at. Uh, what we do in the shadows that film is filled with kinds of things like that where it's like they kind of overdo the joke 
and then they keep doing it and it becomes even funnier because it keeps going <laughs> well you know i guess that... in my mind the jokes is kind of like it's it's the goat screaming is just another one in the long line of jokes that are like all right yeah. it started funny now it's getting old yeah you know because it just happens so often like the axe like we mentioned before the yeah. axe it's funny that it's it's jealous of Mjolnir and it almost acts like a you know a jealous significant other, and then it keeps doing it over and over and over, and you're just like, dude, find something else. I it all it was for me almost like they were uh, joking at the idea that this would become a major plot point is his relationship with his axe. I thought See, I didn't even think it was a major plot point. I just thought it was. It was no. It was Stupid. joking about the idea. It was joking about the very concept. No, I never of even it. got that. <laughs> I it don't wasn't know, even like I never even idea. picked up on that. I'm I picked up on idea. Yeah, maybe you know you could be right. I I just didn't pick up on it. No. That's what I'm saying. I did not pick up on that as an idea. I picked up on it as a a stupid joke that happened once. Somebody somebody in the writers room was like, "What if?" What if Stormbreaker was like jealous of Mjolnir, and anytime he's talking or thinking about Mjolnir, Stormbreaker just kind of appears over his shoulder? Yeah. And somebody, and then another person went, "Yes," like Rick and Morty style, and they made it happen over and over and over and over in the movie. First time it was funny. Second time it was still pretty funny. Third time, like, <laughs> fourth time, okay, we get it. The axe doesn't like the hammer. Move on. So, That's this fair. movie, like I said, it, the movie does a lot of things good. It just overdoes it in a, in a lot of points. Like, it just needed to reel itself in at certain points. Because if everything is funny and everything is stupid and over-the-top goofy, then none of it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes... There, there's no highs and lows. Because if it's all high, then there's... There's no middle ground. There's no low. It's and just that's where the I same. think that's where I think uh, in this film in particular he phoned it in. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, you know, we've just I, 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 we might have discussed it off air, but like Taika had no intention of coming back. He didn't even know there was a, a fourth movie when he finished Ragnarok, and then they just announced Thor will return, and he's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Yeah, you know, and so yeah. he kind of blew all his good ideas in Ragnarok, and I mean, I think it shows because Ragnarok objectively is a great oh, fucking movie. It's a, it, Ragnarok is the superior film, no doubt about it. I yeah. still, I like Ragnarok was a successful, uh, like a successful production of what I have just uh, described—a a comic come to life. Love yeah. and Thunder was a admirable attempt at it, but no, did not quite match uh, uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok is kind of the bar now, in my opinion. Yeah, um, no, I agree with that. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and and Ragnarok are the bar, um, and maybe Infinity War. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're all great movies. Avengers definitely because they balance the first Avengers out very film. well. The first it Avengers just, film is a great one. Love and Thunder, I, I enjoyed the watch. Don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to disparage it. You know, I'll watch it a couple of more times. Le I mean, like just to highlight some fucking amazing aspects. Let's talk about that black and white segment. Yes, where there's just hints of color. Where they go into the shadow realm, where mm -hmm. color dare not dread, but because of their weapons, they generate some light that generates color. Yeah. And that is gorgeous. Very well shot. Very like, well holy done. Holy shit, I, is that scene just amazing. I was slightly distracted. You know, usually on rewatches, I am not as deeply concentrated. But um, that scene captured me um, yeah. this time around. And I, I, I loved that scene. I thought yeah. it was just so cool. Just the hints of color they got from the weapons. The choreography was solid. Yeah. Fight scenes, you know. I, I mean, gore, as far as fight, you know, as enemies go, like, Christian Bale did a great job, but I still I feel like gore got a little snubbed. I feel like there was a little bit more they could have done there. Oh, of course. There always is. You know, like, um, oh. they, I mean, that's the problem with the, with, the cinematic versus the comics is that 
Um, well, no, it, I was gonna say, like, Killmonger got a great amount of quality screen time that made him worthwhile. But there, I feel like there's like they like people argued, oh, there still could have been more done with him. Um, there's always like more that could be done with uh, characters in com- and and in comics, it's much easier to just go back and do a full like. Um, uh, backstory on a character after they've died, you know. Well, we'll just go mm. do and do, go back and do like a fucking story about them, um, way back when, you know, like Killmonger in the army, um, in Africa learning about his culture, you know, on his own. Like they they could have, <laughs> like I'm pretty yeah, sure they know. did do that in comic form, and so it's just oh, yeah. easier for them to do that and and. It's difficult because in in the movies they always feel the need to kill off um, the villains, and I uh, I don't fucking get it. I don't know why they don't do the fucking DC thing where the or, or the uh, original DC thing uh, before Zack Snyder came along, where uh, they would pretty much never kill off the villain at the end. They would just like leave it open for okay they could be maybe back have you not seen man of steel <laughs> no i said before Zack snyder came along oh i was thinking of the snyder cut yeah. sorry yeah, yeah you're right like they would always like maybe imply that they died but also leave it kind of open you know um well like yeah look at aquaman he doesn't kill ocean master and uh suicide squad I don't think they kill Enchantress. No, they don't. Or even the Suicide Squad. Yeah, they kill Starro, but... But so many people die in the the Suicide Squad. Yeah, but Peacemaker obviously survived and made a whole show about him. Well, yeah. So There's some points to be said there. So Uh, many people die. There is like 12 people who die in that first scene of the movie. I know, it's amazing. Oh my god. No, we're not not talking about this right now. Uh, I... So, have you heard about Overwatch 2? Did you ever play Overwatch? I never played Overwatch. I had no interest in that game whatsoever. You're you're a shooter fan, right? I'm a shooter fan, but I'm not a multiplayer combat. That's okay, fan. that's true. You, so that's the, that. that's the difference. Is I like shooters. I like playing Halo and like Gears of War cuz I like games with a good story and good engaging combat. Yeah. But a game that's solely Basis, and I know Overwatch has a story, mm-hmm. but the game that uh, solely bases bases itself in the multiplayer, yeah, like Overwatch and Call of Duty and shit like that, uh, doesn't uh, doesn't blow my skirt up, yeah. there, homie. I completely understand that, and of course, with Overwatch, uh, like the first game, uh, uh, you'd have to fucking buy the the game, and then it would only be. Um, multiplayer now they have completely done away with overwatch i i don't understand this what they what they've really done here they got rid of overwatch and now it's just overwatch 2 it's updated graphics they've basically done a massive overhaul of everything and just changed thing like some some minor things in the layout of how everything works it doesn't feel like it's a new game it just feels like they massively updated it's like a big patch big big patch it's a big patch that made it free but that freedom comes at a cost (laughs) they Uh, have brought in so much more microtransactions they've done away with their gambling loot boxes and are now pushing their fucking uh uh bullshit costumes and shit for 4.99 and uh, 19.99 and 49.99 and uh, we'll get this big pack for uh, 99.99 you know get those and guess what you play you you pay them 69.99 and blizzard will blow you exactly you know uh this is it's a predatory i'm cutting that sound out you piece of shit that it's a predatory thing that Blizzard does, and I don't... Timestamp, 4420, FYI. I'm not keeping notes, I'm just going to listen to it again. Like a good <laughs> editor. Um, 
but the like it, it's just weird and bad and I don't like um, uh, publishers to do it but push that aside Overwatch 1 was a game that meant a lot to me I played a lot I put a lot of hours into that game a lot of hours probably upward of a thousand hours into that game and uh, it despite not liking multiplayer games, the combat and catharsis that came from the gameplay was so uh, intoxicating that I didn't care about the multiplayer. I just wanted to keep playing because, you know, they had made such a well-constructed uh, uh, engine and gameplay. And that continues here, obviously, with better graphics and everything. And they've uh, done a lot of interesting things uh, to the character um, models and how they work and how they function and, and what their abilities are. And I would love, when, maybe not now, maybe not now, but they are going to be releasing story content that is not like multiplayer in 2023 and I am hoping that I think that it is optional for multiplayer to do the story stuff and it would be fun for potentially you and I to maybe play through it maybe just for a few hours and I would get your opinion on the fluidity of the combat and uh and the possibilities of what the, that this kind of engine could do with uh, with different stories and ideas. I'd be on board with that. I, you know, I'm I'm all for a good, uh, you know, even a okay story. You know, as long as it doesn't cost me, as long as the cost is proportional to the story I'm getting. So if it's just like, hey, it's a free game. Yeah, currently it's free, but it's like, oh, story content's going to cost you sixty bucks. I might be like, no, that they're not doing that. I'm just putting out an yeah. example. Yeah, of course. Not. Uh, but if they're like, "Oh yeah, come play the story content for like ten, fifteen, twenty bucks," then I could be persuaded to do it, um, and you know, check it out, do some co-op. I do like a, you know a lot of co-op shooters. You know, you and I play through uh, the Borderlands games, and uh, we're working through Gears of War and stuff like that. So I'm I'm on board with that. You know, keep me posted on the story, and I could be persuaded on that. I just yeah. I, I have no interest in playing the game online. With a bunch of twelve-year-olds who will be like, "I want to kick your ass," and it's like, "All right, dude, shut the fuck yeah, up." No, that's totally There's fair. Not enough alcohol. That's totally in the fair. world for me to deal with. I honestly, ass, so. I play with and just turn off the 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 other players. I just, but even still, yeah. I just I, I've never enjoyed like yeah, I played Destiny for a while, which is a big multiplayer game, and like eh, I got into the in multiplayer a little bit. Even Halo Infinite, and it's fun, but it's just. I don't know. It doesn't do a whole lot for me. All right, that's fair. So. That's very fair. It's uh, not for everyone. Exactly. Online multiplayer is not for everyone. Not why I play video games. Uh. Mm. So we're uh, almost fifty minutes in. So we start the show or should we end the show? I think we should uh, uh, find our final topic. <laughs> well, you you. You took a giant leap from uh, Thor: Love and Thunder to Overwatch, which I mean, I felt like shit. that we would put like a break in there. You know, I'm I'm thinking about putting breaks in 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 our in our conversations. You know, yeah, you can think about putting a lot in there. So I, I'm also uh, just uh, uh, off off uh, off recording. I'm thinking of uh, uh, asking Reed for a little help on uh, doing with TikTok for this. And then we could, oh, Jesus. and and YouTube Shorts, so, uh, so we could, but it would be a good way to like just throw at like some of the short uh, bits in here that are really funny, and just encourage people like, oh, where, what is this from? And it's this podcast, and maybe get a few more listeners, you know. But we'd be putting out those little short um, bits. Yeah, if you guys want to do the work for that, I'm all for it. Yeah, I no, no I, in it, it's just a way to I market, no. man. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Because the That's... thing, like I, I. I'm constantly just flipping through like YouTube shorts and I'll see like something I'll see a lot of like popular stuff but I'll also see just like something posted by some random person. Yeah. And sometimes it has no reactions to it. And sometimes they do. 
Excuse me. So if we just, uh, if we posted, like, something really funny, that would get somebody's attention. Your little monologue from last episode should definitely go. I was thinking about that as well. It's like, it's like, I don't even know what the lead up to it is, but I I listened to it again and I was like, it's just as funny as I remember it. And I died after, I died after I did when I realized you had been (laughs) listening to me. It was so amazing. Um... But that means so you they, went from cause... Thor: Love and Thunder. You went to, from there. You went to Overwatch. Um... Well, then ma- oh! let me make oh, a man. huge jump again <laughs> and finish off the show with a bookmark. We talked about House of Dragon at the beginning. Why don't we finish by talking a little bit about Rings of Power, the new Lord of the Rings Amazon Amazon show? I mean, you can talk about it, but I haven't. I mean, I've never played Overwatch. But, I've never seen House of the Dragon. I haven't seen an episode of Rings of Power. So, but just prepared for a one-sided conversation. I am gonna do. I'm just gonna finish the show by uh, giving you a little preview and telling you to watch it. It's it, you are a fan of continuity. We set that up in this show already. We've talked about this. You like um, it when... I do like it when things are cohesive exactly. from one iteration to the next. So so you liked the Peter Jackson yeah. uh, 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 films. Yeah. You felt like they were cohesive and they fit together. Yeah, even Lord of the Rings The Hobbit. Yes. I mean, as much as The Hobbit you CGI and had issues with the story, you still felt like you were part of Middle-earth and that, that world. Okay, well, I think that you are going to love this show because it feels like it is just more of that. Okay. It is a okay. perfect, con- continuous uh, uh, adaptation in the... V- kind of vision this is a like almost a fan love letter to peter jackson like they they obviously like watched the movies and were like we want more of this and said we're gonna take all of this change only the stuff uh only like like they don't well no they fucking don't change anything practically they just make it a little bit better uh in places Mm -hmm. and then all the practicals are really good my only problem with this show is some of the characters are a little flat. But that is something that can change in time. And that's a direction thing, not necessarily a world-building thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's not even all the characters. Some of the characters I find very interesting. But it's like a half-and-half sort of thing, you know? Okay. So I'd give this show show a B, maybe a B-plus. It has amazing cinematography i watched an episode with reed our good friend reed uh i watched an episode with him and we were simply fucking blown away by this transition when uh uh a palantir gets involved that's all i'll say it was amazing transition and we literally were like oh Peeking. Peeking, I know. It was, it, we literally... <laughs> right in my ear. Literally were so fucking blown away. Uh, and so that's that's all I'm going to say about the show. I think that you should watch it, and so we can talk about it. Uh, it's only going to be eight episodes this season. I think it's going to just be eight episodes each season, but I'm excited to see where they keep uh, going with this. I... Okay. Uh, I... Understand people have frustrations. They can fuck off for the most for the most part. You heard it here, folks. For the most part, they can fuck, fuck off. off. For the most part, they can fuck off because, for the most part, the people who are frustrated are racist assholes. Yeah, I don't care if elves are black. Yeah, then you will not have a problem with this show. That's basically. I mean... <laughs> Has anybody watched The Witcher recently? I'm pretty sure in the first season they introduced a black elf. So yeah. Like, why is this a new thing? Oh, I have yeah, no get, idea. Get, yeah, get bent, fuckers. Because this you is Lord of the shit. Rings and that's Witcher. <sighs> they can get bent. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Get fucked. So, yeah. all right, all right, ring an endorsement. You heard it here, folks. Graham Stanevsky in the Rings of Power, he is endorsing it with a B-plus stamp. Yeah. Uh, so, let's, uh, we'll give it a shot. Uh, I do think next episode, though, so we'll we'll do that. We'll talk about uh, 
Rings of Power. We'll, we'll see if it is eight episodes or even more, and we'll I'll I will catch up and we'll do an episode on that. But I think the next one, uh, just to give everybody a sneak preview, we're going to talk the John Wick movie series mm. that also includes the Bob Odenkirk starring Nobody. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, uh, I was I was reading about it. It's the same creators as John Wick that made. Uh, nobody and it was kind of their attempt to take (laughs) when they made john wick it was kind of this like uh uh slightly fantastical you know uh a guy who just needs revenge for his dog being killed and he's like maybe a little bit better at fighting than realistically is possible and then the second movie came out, and it was like, okay, maybe he's a little bit more yeah. <laughs> fantastical than that. And then the third movie's and then like, the third movie, John Wick is a god! And then the third movie, yeah. And and then nobody was like there, okay, let's rein it in, and let's do a actually realistic story with real consequences to it within the same universe. Let's see the the not-underground mafia version of it. And I'm excited to explore that. I'm excited to explore that because they're yeah, going like to do a the they're going to do a sequel, and I would love to see that universe develop. Okay, so we'll talk about well, that. on I've the seen next the episode. three John Wick movies. I have not yet seen Nobody, so I will make my drunk thoughts and high opinions official homework to check out Nobody, so that we can talk about it on next week's episode. Uh, in the meantime. Uh, I think that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this week's episode. Yeah. Sounds about right. That sounds about right. How are you feeling? Drunk. Very good. It's kind of the point, right? I would say so. All right. Well, I have just <laughs> enough uh, drink in my glass to you know do a nice little uh, uh, sign-off. So why don't you tell the folks where we can find you time there mr Graham. oh man i really need to get my website set up don't i <laughs> yeah it was like three weeks ago you're like next week mad-musings.com come check me out get your shit together i know i'm just like uh i don't know how to make it work but whatever you it's can find a me, writing website you, can... you put your writings <laughs> on it you hit publish how the fuck hard is it <laughs> I'm not tech- technically savvy. Uh, I'm bad at setting up the website. So shush. It's can, a fucking Squarespace. Or whatever it is. Like WordPress. Yeah. An infant could figure that shit out. That's how bad I am with tech. So anyway, Christ. you can find me at mad-musings.com where you can find my writings, my ish. Can we though? My can we? stories, my shorter stories. I don't know well, if we can at this point. Let's be honest. By the time people are actually listening to this, the website will be up. Yeah, in two days? Get a look at that fucker. Nobody is going to... Like, people... The only time people are ever going to be listening to this is, like, in ten years when this show has suddenly... When the internet doesn't been, exist because the fucking dinosaurs <laughs> have taken over the planet? Okay. In ten years when when we've actually made it, and this, and somebody is actually like dedicated and goes back and listens to all the early episodes, and uh, is like, "Oh shit!" Listening to this part right now. Hey, you, the person who has come back in ten years, <laughs> and is like the one asshole from twenty thirty three, the one fucking asshole. <laughs> you, wow. you listening here right now? You were. I know you. I can see you. Fuck you. <laughs> And that's the we lost from the future. Exactly. That's what. That's that was the point. That's the whole point. You've, you. I'm still reeling from the fact that you're like, we're gonna be so big in the 2030s that they're gonna come back and listen to this. It's like nobody even know the fuck who we are. <laughs> who gives a shit? It'll be after greenlit and uh, equal time. Spoilers, bitch. Um. Social medias. Social medias. Uh, you can find me at Outrageous Creation on uh, Instagram, and uh, my writings will be out soon. And Corey, fucking where well can, better. That website's we gonna you? be uh, pretty barren. Corey, where can we find have... you? Mm, likely at the bar, getting drunk. 
but uh, on the internet, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, go ahead and just type in at Roxyboy, R-O-K-E-S-Y-B-O-Y. You can find me on all that fun bullshit for all that stupid bullshit that is social media. I do have a website. Uh, the URL to get there is extremely long because I don't pay for my shit, so it's some long, weird Wix url that i'm not going to recount here but if you're interested hit me up on um facebook instagram twitter at the previously mentioned username r-o-k-e-s-y-b-o-y and i'll be happy to share it with you i'm pretty sure it's pinned to like all the profiles too so if you don't want to talk to me which is pretty common for most people you can still find it all right well that about sums it up doesn't it you you, the asshole from the future who's come back to listen to this, <laughs> we're talking to you. <laughs> we're talking to you. Hi. Hi. Get a fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> Kyle Reese over here from the Terminator series is like, I really cared about your podcast. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to let Skynet take it over now. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh my god, that's probably what's going to happen is, is we're going to be like, actually, maybe not like famous, but semi-popular in the future. And people are listening to this podcast and all of a sudden, like, we offended this one fucking person who's listening to this right now. This fat fucking asshole. <laughs> and, I don't know, I'm just... I'm... Why is he got to be fat, Graham? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I don't know why he has to. It just has to be. Jesus. <laughs> because I'm imagining that guy from fucking South Park. <laughs> Have you seen Terminator 1? Don't answer that. Just go and Yes, I have weed. seen Terminator 1. I have not seen Terminator 2, though. Oh, Christ. Dude, that's the James Cameron one. That's like the best one. I know. I need to go see that one. Yeah, that is... That's your... That, I'm going to watch Nobody... Terminator 2, Judgment Day, is your fucking homework. Fine. Deal. Deal. In the meantime, everybody listening, all three of you, go have yourselves a wonderful night. I've been Corey Rogues, and I've been your Drunk Thoughts. I am Graham Stemniewski, and I have been your High Opinions. Have a good night, everybody.